the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. We are live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. To my left is Dr. Jerry Parsons. To my right, Dr. Calvin Finch. Uh, this is Baron Wiley filling in for Milton Glick on a beautiful day, as Milton likes to say every Saturday. It's, it's, yeah, this is too nice for Milton to be out. He in. saw it and he called in sick. <laughs> No. He'll be back tomorrow, right? He will. He's, uh, He'll he's... be colder tomorrow. <laughs> Perfect. Supposed to be <laughs> for <colder>. me. <laughs> yeah, Milton's got a little family affair he's going to take care of, and so we're happy for him and celebrating. I think there's a wedding in the, in Good. the family. So, yeah. Good. So we celebrate with Milton Glick, uh, but we are here for you. The idea right. of the show is to uh, educate you, entertain you, and answer your questions. And all you have to do is call this number. It's 210-340-9585-340-95. Wait a minute. That's the right number? 308. That's my home number. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's real. It's real hard to get help here. Yeah. Know, exactly. Let's try this one. Let's go 210-308-8867. There's no net. That sounds more familiar. <laughs> yeah. 210-308-8867. But you know, Jerry and I have been doing this show for 20 years plus. Yeah. But if you asked us what that number was, it's we've heard it. I don't know. Thousands of times. Can you give it to me? No. no. <laughs> 308, I know, is the first. first thing. 210, 308, 8867. Very nice. Good going, Calvin. How many years? Congratulations. Uh, and, I, boy, and look at this. Uh, look at all the people. The, the floodgates have opened. Something well, happened here. Well, that's because David Rodriguez gave his presentation, and uh, a lot of folks came. It's the most cars I've seen at Millburgers. Um, and uh, I think there were 150 people at least at the presentation. Part of it was that there was a uh, uh, the staff, one of the staff members was explaining to us that Ken's TV uh, did a a uh, program on uh, the planting and Millburgers, and then brought up the fact that this program. Oh, good. Be here, here yeah, on, they they so. they were very generous and put her on the 5:30 morning show. Oh, was that yeah, all it was? That's where it was at. And uh, I'd like to think that maybe some listeners from 9.30 a.m. The Answer were listening and also are out here today, yeah. too. Thank you very no, much. Yeah. But the power of media. There is a great crowd here. And, uh, and again, you were Jerry, weren't you? Did he have something good to say? Did he say nice things about you? <laughs> no. No, of course not. <laughs> he always says nice things about Jerry, especially when, he's in the, when Jerry's in the audience. You know, you yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. But no, I usually show great. up just so he'll say good things. Yeah, that's all. You Make know. him feel uncomfortable. Because you're fact-checking him right. while he's talking. Right, right, <laughs> Well, we're pretty proud of him. But you, you know that he worked with, of course, he has a long history in the nursery trade, too. But he uh, worked with us as an intern. Really? 
Pittsburgh, yeah, years ago. And he, of course, he was great, and he's great as a horticulture agent. Man. Yeah, a hard worker. There you go. Used to be before he gained weight and hurt mm-hmm. his back. Yeah, yeah and uh, he's, you know, great horticulturist. His personality is a little weak, but other than that. <laughs> that's true. Well, tell that to the 150-plus <laughs> people there uh, before they came. They I heard the hard when, way, I, huh? when I got here, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, microphone and everything was working really well because I'm in the wacky here. I could hear him giving that presentation. Oh, that right? The crowd was huge, but uh, everybody was ha- having a good time listening. Yeah. And so, I see people up here buying citrus and some of the fruit trees. Oh, well, and, that's, and the, the strawberries. There was a run on the strawberries there for uh, yeah, you wasn't? a while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, d- I did see some people walking out yeah. with strawberries. And now's a good time to plant them. Strawberry season? Yeah. When, when will yeah. they be ready? They're March. Bre- yeah, they'll That's be. a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Well, here you plant them in the fall. And, you should uh, have planted them in September. <laughs> but we were late getting these. These are new varieties of strawberry. And they're setting fruit already. Yeah. So if you, if you just go harvest out, them. If you go out there and look at them, you see that they've got, I was showing Milton, they've already got a lot of good berries. And uh, they don't, the berries didn't freeze. I guess they covered them. I don't know. But uh, they didn't freeze because if if a strawberry freezes, then the plant won't freeze. I mean, it won't hurt it. But the bear itself will be blackened in the center. Uh huh. And that means that that that's not going to produce the fruit. You might want well to take it off and let another bloom come on. Come on. And we were. That was. I said exactly what Jerry said to a person out there. Uh, he was asking about strawberries, and I was explaining the fall planting versus, you know, if you're from up north, you plant them in the yeah, spring it's all and together all, all year round. And uh, I said, you know, they're going to do fine, but it'd be even greater if you could plant them earlier in September. And he says, no, he, this is perfect because his grandchildren, the blooms are right there, the fruit's right there. Hey, they they yeah. don't have to wait three months for mm. pulling anything off they can just immediately get <laughs> involved in this in their strawberry garden yeah and they look they look nice they're very attractive too if you got containers on your patio well do they attract any uh, wildlife though that open fruit oh, oh absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah so birds how do, you, how do you protect them bird netting okay yeah that they're they're relatively easy to protect you could even use a little insulate over the top of them yeah uh, I was just, uh, what was it? Some, That's some, that frost protection. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, there was uh, something else I was talking. Oh, I was trying to was trying to figure out how to protect beet seedlings because the beet, beets are getting picked off by birds. Uh, bur- uh, I think, yeah, grackles, you know. I thought maybe it was. Uh, Hillbucks. Yeah, snails, slugs, all those. But we treated those, and then I'm not alone. There's a number of gardeners that are having trouble uh, keeping getting them to they germinate, and then three days later, they're four days later, they're gone. <laughs> and I did notice the the grackles were out there. Oh yeah, harvesting some. They like that green. Yeah, that tender green. So we're we're tr- trying a little of that, uh, just putting a little of the insulator over it. Uh, oh, that'll work. 
So, to, so they come up and they can get a little size to them before you yeah. turn them loose. And you can leave that on for two or three weeks or more. Yeah. Beets are uh, kind of underestimated. You know, we think of the the beet, the iron that they provide and uh, uh, the, the, roots, the root crop. But my favorite part of the beet are those uh, beet tops. The greens. Green, greens beet are greens. wonderful. What do you do with those? You just eat them. Eat them. <laughs> just boil what? Yeah, use them in salads or yeah. raw or just boil them. You only see beets in the jar in my house. Yeah, right. If they get in the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you're, you're from, from toe to stem there. <laughs> but if you go, uh, you, you know, a lot of places you go to a restaurant, you eat a salad, they'll have beet, green, ah. beet greens in there. Too. Yeah, they're good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Is it bitter? No, no. They're real. That's one of the key. They're real mild. Oh. And they're not... They're not in the league of uh, collards or some of the, the, the huge production, limited production. Yeah. Too, so. But anyhow, that, that's that been an issue with some gardeners this year. And uh, so it's one of those, if anybody's got a, a great, even even a, a diagnosis, if they, uh, you know, if they've seen some real definitive symptoms or figured out, is it in fact grackles in their yard too that's pulling them or... Or if there's slugs and snails just not getting controlled by the slug bait, slug and snail bait. Right. So, but this is in the same gardens with uh, spinach, growing really growing well. And they're not bothering the spinach. Not bothering the spinach. We got yeah. some beautiful spinach transplants oh. out here. Yeah, and this weather. And broccoli. And this weather is perfect. Yeah. It seems to be perfect for spinach. I haven't seen the almanac for this year. Are we uh, going to get a, a freeze? You think this year? Well, we're we're hedging. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want people. We, I've especially uh, underestimated the the record freeze in uh, November, mm. and uh, so we don't want people to get caught unaware as we we're talking about all the. You know, we had all these beautiful tomatoes waiting. And, you know, just, yeah, I guess go ahead and cover them. But I checked with our transplant uh, producer to see if there were any tomatoes. Early tomatoes, usually they they grow early tomatoes for the Rio Grande Valley. And uh, for some reason, this year they don't have any. The first tomatoes will be the first week in uh, February. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that means we got to. <coughs> so that'll be about that'll be about rodeo tomato time. That's right. We'll have to remind everybody how to pot them up and yeah. and get them in great shape for the. When the weather does get warm enough for them. Yeah, we usually uh, put that on plant answers. We got it on plant answers now, but uh, well, it's always we, we usually make it available. Yeah, it's always fun to put an article in Express News yeah. on that, too. Well, let's go to the phones. Uh, Glenn called 210-308-8867, and I think uh, Glenn may, may have missed the seminar on planting trees, but may have a question about it. Glenn, are you there? I am. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you sound great, sir. How are you? Happy New Year. Is it still is it ha- too late? To- Happy New Year's to y'all. <laughs> just haul, just hauling chickens today, so. Hauling chickens. <laughs> I, a couple of quick questions. So, uh, first, uh, I have several peach trees, and one of them started, you know, blooming in December and has, has literally got dozens and dozens of marble, almost a golf ball size peaches on it, and then it has 
hundreds of other blooms on it. And that was the first one. The other one is blooming quite aggressively. And I was just wondering is if the if the if the continued search for less and less chilled hour genetics causes these trees to uh, bloom like I mean if we get three or four days of fifty or sixty degree weather in the wintertime, both of these peach trees go off bloom. And then of course the bad part about I and mean, the good part about it is if you don't have a freeze, I'm fine. Uh, after after they bloom and everything, but most years we'll have a you know January or February freeze, and then it drop everything off, and then it doesn't bloom again. So that was the question about the peach trees, and then I have one on fig tree. Well, you nailed it. That's what's uh, what's happening. Uh, the the combination of uh, low chill peaches, which uh, we recommend because uh, we have less chill than we need. More often than we have more chill. But Jerry and I are flexible. When it's a real <laughs> cold winter, we we recommend uh, that there be higher chill. And when right. they're low, <laughs> we, we are on the bandwagon. <laughs> for the but I, I, I like that Florida King. Yeah, I do. What, yeah. what is the what varieties do you have? That's what it is. They, 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 that's what it is. The Florida King, and it's okay. it's taken off. I mean, like I said, it's and I'm just uh, you know I'm going to try something different if we if we're going to have a and then actually you know we had some some even uh, some freezing weather after that and I covered my uh, after it started blooming but it kept the blooms you know because it wasn't harsh and I covered my avocado tree and it did fine but now today I was looking at it and it's actually starting to put on little little you know little bitty flowers that they put on so yeah it doesn't take much for it to take off either. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times those freezes uh, will thin the uh, freezes and blooms. Uh-huh. Will actually thin the crop, so you'll have oh, bigger okay. peaches. Where okay. are you located? Won't kill, won't kill all the blooms. Where are you oh, located? Because my my Florida King is just is I mean looking good, looking like it's ready for action, but there's no been no bud break at all. Uh, it's it's amazing. These I, I wish I could see any pictures of. Them. I'm I'm out uh, a little bit east of Stockdale towards the big town of Pandora, uh, and they <laughs> oh, yeah, they both yeah okay, yeah, so it, yeah I guess you're sandy you out here more, more chill than we have yeah yeah uh, and uh, I, uh, uh, another thing that will cause them to bloom like that is uh, dry conditions. You know. Drought will uh, substitute for chilling. And, oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. So if you happen to let them dry out during those right. sort of dry period we have, that can substitute for chilling gotcha. and yeah. cause things to bloom when they shouldn't. Right. Basically, yeah, these... basically it disrupts the whole system. Right. Yeah. The cycle. Yeah, and these I've got drip drip irrigation that I cut off and on. They, and we've actually, even without that, you know, like most of us are in pretty good shape drought-wise. Uh, not, uh, you know, and it's, uh, but it is sandy land. It doesn't take, you know, it doesn't, uh, it, 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 it drains really well. Uh, so it takes off. The other the other question was on, uh, and it's kind of the same question on two different type of trees. One is a kum, uh, kum, kumquat, and the other one is the uh, a fig, very different trees. But kind of the same action I was wondering on both of them. I want to go into the center of both of them 
and cut out, you know, some really tall growing limbs and keep most of the fruit bearing stuff, you know, at, at, you know, six, at, at, at six or less feet of height. So I was wondering, is that okay on both of those type trees, the fig and the kumquat? Can I go in and cut the center out that's taken off, you know, and getting 10 and 12 feet high and then, and then try to keep the, keep the limbs lower? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, are you, have you got a kumquat or a loquat? Oh, I'm sorry. I've got both. This this one is the loquat. Yeah, I'm not going to do it to the kumquat. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's the loquat. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to do it to the kum. The kumquat I have is in a container. It, yeah, it's got right, little, right. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we Jerry and I were making faces because the kumquat is such a disciplined grower usually, and yeah. um, doesn't yeah. doesn't get a lot of size. I would. Right. I didn't no. even think of the loquat. Yeah, well, I get those confused myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you can you can prune those any any way you want to, and do it now. Okay, perfect. That's what I'll do. I'll do it now, and I ju- I just use that little black pruning spray and put on them and go from there. there. Go. So. All right, that that was it. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you, Glenn. All right. Thank you for listening all the way out there in Pandora. I, I told like that. I told cousin Jerry King's country. Oh, I love that. And I told you this before. Jerry King is my cousin. Did you know yeah, that? Is he really? He's so, everybody's cousin. But he really, we got blood together. So where is Pandora by? It's <laughs> out toward uh, Lavernia and oh, so it's not Stockdale. You go by it when you go into. Uh, so it's not the hill country direction. No, it's the other no, it's direction. Uh, he's Sandy. Very good. Hey, let's take one more question before we uh, take a break. Okay. Let's go now to Tom. He called 210-308-8867, and I say welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Hey, listen, I had a question about um, grapefruit. The I've got a tree that uh, last year probably had the best grapefruit I've ever eaten, and 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 just a a I mean a tremendous number of of grapefruit on it. This year, the numbers are still very high, but the flavor is just not as sweet as they were last year. And so I was wondering, I mean, kind of similar to the freeze, we uh, question on the peaches and the life cycle and things of that nature. Um, right now, the grapefruit are still mostly on the tree, but it seems like it's starting to drop some. And I don't know if there's any reason to expect any further sweetening of them. I don't uh, think at so. At this late date, probably not. Is it? Is it? Is the grapefruit white, white fleshed, and seedy? Um, no, they're. I mean, they're fairly yellow. They're fairly traditional looking, but they're, the the meat, the flesh, um, the meat of them is a little bit on the maybe a pale side where they were a little darker last year. And it doesn't have a lot of seed. No, no. Is Probably it's not, you know. It's not a. It's not a bloom sweet. Yeah, four or four or five, six seeds to a grapefruit, something like that. Not a, uh-huh. I'd say, normal amount. Of course, there's. I was just, I was just wondering I, if it might have been the result of that hard, harder freeze we had in November that just kind of messed up the whole sweetening process. You know, I, don't, not, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I know I've got two grapefruit trees that are really productive, and I just know every year. With the, with the verdict on uh, when people have them, some say it's the best they've ever been, and others say, "Oh, they were better last year." Yeah. Or they weren't. They weren't a sweet. And part of it is, uh, too, you get a ver- you do you do get a variation. I think uh, you get a variation in size and uh, 
uh, variation in the and the climate uh, fruit, yeah, the environment. So I I think that that's very very possible that you got a different quality this year, slight different quality, um, but you you're just as likely to have it go back to the that su- the super production the way it was last year too. Mine mine were really productive this year, and I. I can't eat a lot of grapefruit, but uh, they seem good. <laughs> Do you seem? Does yours seem to alternate bear? Not. It not doesn't. Really, well, I don't. It's hard to. It's hard to uh, predict because of that uh, cold weather. Now this year there was a huge production, even though the. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Next year, yeah, and then mine are, okay. are only about seven or eight, oh, six, six or seven years old. So they. Okay. Might have been variation because of that uh, growth rate too. Tom, anything yeah, else on your a, mind? Yeah, I was gonna say this is a very mature tree. That's, I, and it's it's actually my neighbor's tree. That uh, you know, I just started getting grapefruit from it last year, and I was just amazed at how everybody that I gave them to even was amazed how sweet they were. And this year is just kind of a letdown. But I'll wait for next year and see if it comes back, and it may just be yeah, a sickle call variation. Well, don't, don't you hate that, Tom, when you're stealing somebody's grapefruit? And well, <laughs> yeah, it's just the quality is just not what you expect. Here's the worst part of it: my neighbor's moving, oh, so no. she's going to sell her a house. I don't. I may have to steal them next year. This year they were given to me. <laughs> Good luck. I'll just sneak over. I'll sneak over there with a flashlight at night. There you go. Most people are willing to share. They have so many. Yeah, especially the good well, yeah, grapefruit. And again, yeah, this tree is so it's very large and it just produces so many. Yeah, it's more than more than uh, more than I could almost yeah. give away last year. Oh yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. Sounds good. Good luck to you. Thank you. Good. Thanks. Thank you, Tom. Well, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas here on 9:30 a.m. The answer. By the way, trivia's sake, there, my friend Glenn from Pandora. Yeah. Po- population? Take a guess. Uh, about 14. About 125. Oh, really? That's really big. sweet town, just outside. It says four miles from Nixon. That yeah. puts it on the map oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, I know and, where uh, Nixon is. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, thanks for everybody listening so far. The first segment is in the history books, and we'll be back in just a few. Call us at 210-308-8867. And we'll talk some gardening here at Millburgers Gardening South Texas at 1604 and Bull Road. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holiday days. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you too for donating blood. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. You'll find all the information plus what's on sale when you go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Hey, it's Milton Glick, and I want to talk to you about Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. Since 1976, Spider-Man Pest Control has been helping homeowners and businesses stay 
pest free. Now, you may wonder why I talk about businesses. And here's the reason. One, that's how I first got introduced to Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. And two, it seems to me if these folks rely on Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control to keep their businesses going, their livelihoods depend on being pest-free, then you can count on him and his skills to keep your home pest-free. That's originally how I met Warren, was through a restaurant owner who had bats. She had called a couple different pest control companies. They had come, the bats had gone away, but then came back. Warren Remy was called in third. He got rid of the bats, and they stayed away, and she stayed with Spider-Man Pest Control. So here's what you do. Go to GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, or give them a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. Take 930 AM The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 930 AM The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 930 AM The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 930 AM The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. I don't like making predictions because they're just guesses, but in this case I'll make an exception based on history. I predict at least some Republicans in Congress will cave on the border wall, siding with Democrats to reopen government. Of course, government is not closed, only a portion, which the media harp on. How about a debate on which agencies and government programs are necessary and which can be eliminated to save money? That won't happen. Certain senators who are up for re-election in 2020 reportedly are getting cold feet about standing with President Trump on a border wall. Murkowski of Alaska and Collins of Maine are the two most prominent ones. It's always about getting re-elected and rarely about solving a problem that benefits Americans. Government is too big, costs too much, and regulates too much. Trump is trying to cut it back, but as Ronald Reagan once observed, the only proof of eternal life in Washington is a government program. So far, the president is hanging tough. So far. Let's see how many follow his example. If I were to make a prediction, I'd say not enough. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Weekdays on 930 a.m., the answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you, from expert advice to Lifting up God, family, and country. Weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. A beautiful day in South Texas. In fact, it's going to be sunny all day. Low near 39 tonight. It's going to, get, it's going to drop. We're chilly. Something's going to come down. Then tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high of 57. But we're on our way to a, to 68. That's not too bad for mid-January. It's going to be 10 degrees cooler yet tomorrow. Yes, yet sir. When Milton tomorrow. Glick comes back. That's right. I'm Baron Wiley filling in for Milton. We've got Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Are ready to take your calls at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Well. Milton's kind of hot and wild, so he'll heat everything up tomorrow, won't he? <laughs> he won't be wearing his shorts, I guarantee you that. Is it going to be clear? Mostly sunny. sunny mostly, sunny. mostly sunny, they say. Allegedly. You know how it goes. Dr. Calvin Finch, you've already been shopping this morning. 
I have, yeah. One of one of one of the uh, promotions we got is, uh, uh, in fact, Greg Greg Grant and and David Rodriguez were are promoting it. It's uh, the Aggie uh, Maroon uh, Poppy, and, and they really nice plants in four inch containers. Oh there's, yeah, there's some in uh, two inch containers if you want a smaller plant. Um, and the idea is that uh, Greg Grant, if you remember him, he's an author. He's on the show quite often, and of course, he and Jerry have worked together for a lot, a lot of years. Uh, but he has selected these uh, poppies uh, because he likes the color, mm-hmm. Aggie, Aggie <laughs> Maroon, but, yeah. but also they're very, supposed to be very nice plants. And he wants uh, gardeners that are interested in uh, growing some of them to, to get some of these plants. And then, of course, he's uh, insisting, I guess, when you get that age, like he's getting older, he's uh, you get pretty demanding. He says if you <laughs> if you uh, buy these uh, maroon blue bonnets, if they uh, come poppies, up. Poppies. Poppies, I'm sorry. If they come up in red or any other color. Or burn orange. Yeah, well, we he, 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 that's not happening. We mentioned that in the article, but uh, that he wants you to cull, cull them out so they can stay pure, pure and maroon. So it'll be fun. It's another another uh, fun horticulture game that we have, and uh, plants look like great. Looks like you got about a dozen of them, almost. I got eight, so oh, it'll be okay. it'll be one really good good row in my. Uh, I'm gonna put them right in the the garden. And uh, you can naturalize them out in your vacant lot, just like you do the the blue bonnets. And larkspur. Larkspurs, too. Yeah, I've got, I already got the larkspurs. <laughs> but I'm also going to yeah, put them down in a lower garden, and then I'll, I'll transplant some of the larkspurs, too, into that garden just to get, get them spread around the, uh, the yard of it. But if you're looking for something a little different, getting involved in... Uh, project and uh, these um, maroon poppies are uh, well worth the time effort. Come on out and check them out. Yeah, they bloom more than uh, uh, I've never been too taken with the uh, what's the other poppies that John Thomas and all of them grow? Uh, uh, California. S- oh, yeah. California. Oh, yeah. Because we like the, those big yeah, big big clusters of flowers, yeah. double flowers. Yeah, so the, the but they will the, naturalize once once if you if you, and if you call them real good. Uh, they will they produce a, a abundance of seed, and so you can share them with your neighbors. But just make sure that you uh, go through and call them right when they right when they bloom. You don't want them cross pollinated. And you're saying that with a straight face, Jerry. Yeah. All these years when he's worked with volunteers, and it doesn't even take volunteers. He's worked with staff and, and getting folks to cull a beautiful red poppy out of a out of a beautiful maroon yeah. bed and stuff. Or blue bonnets. With blue bonnets, uh, the red ones. Of course, they, we eventually got people to go ahead and cull them, but... The, but they all—they mysteriously ended up in gardens all over yeah, go the city. <laughs> yeah, usually, doctor, for years, just until the last couple of years, 
Dr. Larry Stein and I were the only ones that would call them. And we, we would be calling, pulling them out, you know, pulling all colors out. And uh, look behind us, and the volunteers would be picking up the oh, yeah. ones we'd pulled up. Like the grackles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're replanting them in their garden. And the amazing thing was that uh, they, they, they got them to take. Wow. They got some of them to grow. We see, it's a tap-rooted crop. It's got a long taproot in so when you pull them up you break that taproot but uh they've been, they've had success in, in transplanting it's so nice. we we heard too uh the lark larkspurs were a promotion like this years ago yeah. Bu bunny bloom larkspurs and for the longest time we were uh talking about well you just can't can't transplant them so then a few of us gardeners tried transplanting them I mean, they didn't miss a bet. You, can, uh, you couldn't even tell which ones were transplanted, which ones had receded. They grew just as fast and, and bloomed just as good. And the major mm. thing was you could transplant them after they bloomed. Because we were culling them right when they bloomed. And so, again, the volunteers were picking those up and taking those home and transplanting them. Usually, usually, you want to transplant a... Uh, uh, plant before it forces its bloom. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's what these uh, poppies, these poppies, really nice looking foliage and and full. Um, so that, that that I just don't have the heart to go put them out there to compete out in a vacant lot <laughs> at the rock and it, with the blue bonnets and other things. Yeah. So I'm going to make a nice have row. A nice little row. Yeah. Well, they won't freeze. I don't think they'll freeze. I'm not afraid of living freezing. Why do you think the they were? Oh, why, why are you? You're I'm saying the poppies won't freeze. Oh no, yeah, the poppies are unpredictable. Though I've found, you know, of all the uh, all the wildflowers, oh, the poppies are kind of feast or famine, at least in my yeah experience. Yeah. You're you're talking about that California poppy. Well, and then also those uh, what's the uh, the illegal poppy. Um, oh, yeah. heroin. <laughs> the, what? What are the? What are the, I, I want to say, uh, I, not the Icelandic. Uh, but anyway, the poppy with the great big. Yeah. Big yeah. They are. They are spectacular if you have them naturalized. But also the the. Depending on the weather, sometimes you, you won't have the crop that will. Yeah. Appear all all the next year, and then the year after they will appear. So anywhere. So here's a layman question: There, so we get poppy seed dressing from what? Poppies. Just like, so I want to make my own homemade uh, dressing. You can do that. You just wring out a poppy flower. <laughs> no, <laughs> you get the seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The seed. Okay. Yeah. They they'll have little pods, and like Jerry said, they're just a huge number of seeds in those pods that they. All right. It's good eating the crumbs from your table, Jerry Parsons there, picking up your petals there. And I got to taste the fruit of your labor there <laughs> with your uh, satsumas and your... Yeah, I brought some satsumas in today. I was uh, uh, one called Miho. Miho? No, Sito. Oh, yeah, Sito. Mijo's is me. Sito. <laughs> 
Cito, uh, I brought some Cito, which is my favorite. So sweet. Did you get one, Calvin? I no, I didn't. They're, they're over there in the sack. Okay. And I also brought some uh, navel oranges. Those weren't yours. No, those were Dr. Larry Stein's off of his little well, we tree kinda, that he keeps kinda, in a container. I, for one, have not given the navel oranges enough attention. You know. Yeah, they're... They were, they're remarkably uh, cold tolerant. They too. are. And then the Steve Browns, of course, what he he's uh, I think they're talking about four or five five years after the seedlings been planted that they're producing. And I, I had some of those the other day. They're very good. Oh yeah. And a very really a nice attractive plant, uh, too. So so that's another uh, great choice for backyard citrus here in the San Antonio area. And uh, of course they're available. They were, at least they, they, they were available. Some available. Yeah, they were available. A lot here. of trees walking out today, by the way. I wonder yeah. why. Yeah. Oh, the fruit fruit trees. Yeah. Part of it's David's presentation. That's guy, what I'm saying. That guy's wagon is full of fruit trees. Yeah. That's right. And I was walking up from the back uh, today. There are places uh, loaded down with uh, fruit trees. Oh, they get, and, they're getting all their yeah. deliveries in. Cool. Just the season. And I, I think I saw a lot of blueberries back there. I didn't stop and look at the tag. And if you look at on the horizon, someone just pulled up into the <laughs> Millburgers parking lot with a Christmas tree on the top. Oh, yeah. We need they to got, mention that. That's got a still pretty, going on. It is. Today and tomorrow, we were talking uh, to Charles before the show there, too, and he says yes. Uh, today and tomorrow, officially on paper, is the last day. Bring out your uh, Christmas tree. It's in your backyard that the trash man wouldn't pick up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, Millburgers will recycle it, but they want to bless you back and give you a 20% off coupon for you to right. use here until, what, late February? Yeah, at end of February. Trace is coming. Maybe he'll tell. Yeah. Uh, maybe he isn't. Yeah. Uh, 20, yeah, the 28th of February. And then Charles also said, you know what, if it's the day after or whatever, come on down. We'll yeah. still take care of you. Yeah, but officially, hey, we've got a home for you for your old Christmas tree. Here at Millburgers Gardening. Just take all those decorations off. And, <laughs> yeah. And the lights. And the... Uh, and keep your stand, stand for next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you got it from Millburgers. As a matter of fact, Charles says you don't have to buy it from Millburgers right. to bring it back. So that's, that's right. the kind of community service man that uh, Charles is here at Millburgers. I hope he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Milton Glick. No, no, no. Hey, you are listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and if you want to be a part of the show, it's very easy. Just call in at 210-308-8867. Ask uh, the expert advice of Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we'll take care of you. Jerry, you got anything? Yeah, right at the, uh, I was looking at the uh, January garden calendar. Uh, And the first first thing is... uh, it's time to plant containerized fruit trees. Uh, we had bare root. I don't think very many people sell bare root anymore. Uh, bare root, conta- uh, the, all of ours are grown in containers. So uh, you can plant them almost any time of the year. I'm smiling because I remember my planting 25 acres of bare root peach trees <laughs> on my Brand new peach orchard. Yeah, number of years ago. But in in the nursery trade, I think they would go most of the container. Uh, 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 
fruit trees, blackberries, and grapes should be selected and planted as soon as possible so they will be well established before spring growth begins. And uh, that's that's not as uh, easy as I said because in in wasn't too long ago when you the delivery of the peach trees and the other other fruit trees generally didn't show up. They didn't show up until later in the spring. Yeah, they had to dig them. Yeah, and so now now though, when these all these container grown trees, they're much you, easier to get them earlier and get them in place. You know what put the bare root people out of business? <laughs> Wet weather. They couldn't dig them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Aldridge, Aldridge Nursery out there, uh, was one of the biggest bare root uh, nurseries in the state. And uh, that had a couple of rainy springs. Uh, you can't dig a bare root tree out of a muddy soil, out of and a wet can, soil. And you can't sell a promised tree. It has to be right. something you can hand over. And so uh, most of them are in containers now. And uh, some of the nurseries that do get in bare root trees and uh, still have them for sale, they uh, put them in, uh, they heal them in, what we call heal them in, into a moist potting mix. And then they, uh, but usually they pot them up. They start potting them up because most people won't pot it up. Uh, well, it just gives you just more, more versatility and yeah, and all those longer storage. Yeah, and all those weather issues become moot points because you've got them in a it contains uh, in a container and they're they're growing, putting roots on while you're waiting for a perfect time to plant them. Uh, the selection of recommended varieties of fruit and nut trees. Is critical for long-term success. Uh, that caller that we had earlier had uh, planted one of our recommended uh, peaches, peach varieties for this area, Florida King. I have a, we've gotten our new uh, availability uh, chart. Let me see. Florida King's there, June Gold, La Valenciana. Is Florida King there? Yep. That's yeah. what I was looking to see. And June Gold and La Valenciana, those three are my favorite. Yeah. And the uh, Florida King, just like the uh, person that called to uh, talk about, that's a r- real early, low chill, really reliable, high quality for an early peach. That's a really a high quality peach, too. Relatively good size and good flavor, and then June Gold is uh, about uh, June first, and uh, large, large peach, very reliable, relatively large, long chill, but it's a flexible peach. It's uh, it's one a peach that uh, can perform in a even in a warmer winter than you would expect. So it's it's a good choice for our area. Then Lafleanciana is a little. It's a nice later peach in a high, high, relatively high quality, but uh, does well with our, our chill hours too. So they're all here, here at Melburgers. If you want to uh, get 
get the best choice and get the ones that we recommend in the ground and get ahead of the, the season. I guess you wouldn't expect the bloom this this next spring. You might get a little bloom this next spring, but uh, the but next can, year after that you would. But you can get it all here at Millburgers, Millburgers Landscape and Nursery here at 1604 and 281. I'm sorry, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Again, I'm giving directions to my house. <laughs> and uh, hey, and just, your phone number, Exactly, too. my home phone number. Uh, the, the number, though, to call in is 210-308-8867. When we, call, when we come back, we're going to take more of your calls and uh, wish you a very happy new year. Listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bullforty Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holidays. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again, from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you, too, for donating blood. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. You'll find all the information, plus what's on sale when you go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Hey, it's Milton Glick, and I want to take a second to talk to you about Barry Hagendorf over there at Deck and Patio Care. Okay, pretty soon we're going to have spring weather here in San Antonio, and you're going to want to go out on the deck. That's why we live in South Texas. But take a look at the deck. Is it gray? Is it weathered? Is it looking nasty? Well, go to deckandpatiocare.com and you'll see before and after pictures of decks that Barry Hagendorf and Deck and Patio Care have worked with to make absolutely gorgeous. Barry's words are, it really can look new again, and it really can. All you got to do is see these great, great decks out there. So, Go to deckandpatiocare.com, and you'll see why you want to get Barry Hagendorf to help you out and clean that deck up. You can also call Barry. His number, 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. That's the number for Deck and Patio Care. Give him a call and go to deckandpatiocare.com. You won't regret it. Your deck can look new again with the help of Deck and Patio Care. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the western wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. For details and to sign up, click on the Stand with Israel banner at 930amtheanswer.com. Why is the basketball court all wet? 
Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, grown-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Okay, Sarah, I'm dropping you at Emily's, and Josh, you're going to soccer, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, and by the way, when I pick you up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, me and my short shorts doing my daddy dance. Your friends will love it. No! Well, I might change my mind if you buckle your seatbelts. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Whatever it takes, keep them safe. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Time. Jerry, you ready to play? You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas here on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, by the way, new program coming up at two o'clock. It's the second week now. George Rodriguez has a program called El Conservador <laughs> Radio. I think he was uh, downtown at the uh, Julian Castro announcement. Oh, was it? Running for president in 2020, San Antonio mayor there. I'm sure he's going to talk about that on his program today. But we are talking about gardening today. There you go. That's what we do every. Saturday and Sunday from noon to 2 here at Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Uh, you can call in and ask a question at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Or you can come here and hug the tree like she did. Uh. Yeah, there's a photo op out here. They've got the big <laughs> sign that says, Hug Me. And uh, everybody's walking. Hey, here we go. Yeah. Well, yeah, can you uh, ask a qu- We can't hear you without the microphone here. I need to talk into it? Yes, sir. Talk no, into I was the just can. wondering if uh, you can tell me where you can find pine bark fines. Not the not the coarse moss, but the pine bark fines that you can mix with the, uh, peat, uh, the peat moss to plant your blueberries in. Well, the easiest one is in Lufkin, Texas. But... <laughs> no, are you saying, yeah, there's there, nothing, local, to nothing find local like that down here? Well, why, don't, why don't you just use Bagnum? Well, the, what I saw in your Texas Gardener's Magazine or whatever for this deal, when you make a container-grown plant for blueberries, they have a mix of the peat moss and the pine bark fines. I use sphagnum peat moss and... Straight? No, sphagnum peat moss with half with uh, high-quality uh, potting soil. Yeah. The other thing that works even is uh, sphagnum peat moss with sand even works. Okay. Maybe try that. Wash um, sand. Okay, that sounds good enough. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for being part of the show. It's that easy. Good luck. Thanks. You can call 308-8867 or just step right up to the bar and order your favorite uh, whatever. I was <laughs> I was thinking uh, when that question came in, I was thinking he was doing a commercial. I mean, doing a commercial uh, for potting mix. You know, these <laughs> blueberries or something. I yeah. Yeah, but he's just talking about a few a few blueberry plants, which is, which Jerry mentioned here. We have at Millburgers, we have the the blueberries that you can lo- use, plant them in uh, in a container though, because they're not going to survive or produce in our alkaline soil. But they're they're fun to grow in a half whiskey barrel or other large container, 
and that's what you do. You make a acid soil. Jerry and his team worked on that and have come up with this formula. Works pretty good. The birds love it at my house. Yeah, sphagnum, sphagnum is going to break down to a more acidic uh, product than uh, pine bark. I was going to say, uh, in terms of a commercial operation, though, sphagnum yeah, peat yeah, moss is about ninety yeah. ninety nine times as expensive. As sp- I guess pine bark breaks down into more acidic. Well, and that. That little fines he's talking about. Yeah. And maybe more acidic. Yeah. Yeah, and they break down faster. But pine bark doesn't doesn't break down real fast, the kind uh-uh. we're used to that, that we no, use for mulch. Uh, you have a question? Yeah, come on up. That's how you do it. Let me give you this. We can hear you better if you're talking to this guy. Yeah, what's your question, sir? Yeah. Uh, we, we have a lot. I'm wanting to put four trees on, and I'm looking for a lemon, orange, possibly peach. Do you guys have any recommendations what they'd have here? Oh yeah, uh, there's uh, there's pro- there, there, there's several good varieties on all those. We mentioned the peaches, my favorite. And I think Jerry, consistent with Jerry, uh, Florida King. That's a really the lowest chill. Peach that that one produced these last three years, even though we had almost no cold weather in the winter. June Gold is another good one, relatively large, and then uh, uh, La Flienciana is peaches, and then which uh, you said uh, then an orange or yeah, yeah, orange and lemon, yeah, and Satsuma. I saw that right over here. Yeah, right. Yeah, one of the Satsumas. Okay. If they got, I don't know if they got still got orange frost there. Or, I don't know. That's a good one. Any of the any of the satsumas, well, in fact, we're eat, we've been eating the satsumas. <laughs> and then on the lemon, the Myra lemon is is great. It's hard to beat. The only thing about it, it is a, a little more cold. It's cold, more cold sensitive than the satsuma. Do you know if they have the peach here now? Oh yeah, uh, hmm, it's in there. It's, yeah, it's in the listing. And then the listing, and they just got a whole bunch of uh, orders there. Okay, so, I'll get one yeah, here and get those in. Yeah, she would know, or uh, I was just saying, any, probably any of the senior staff would know. Okay, well, got. I appreciate your help. Yeah, we, we're just getting that lot, and I want to make it kind of an oh, orchard. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Nice. You know who it might uh, know? Uh, Claudette. Claudette. There can you go. Can you help him in terms of the fruit trees? Thanks, guys. I appreciate your help. Very, very nice. Hey, buying all these fruit trees, is there still a, a rebate program effective here with CPS or whatever? Yeah, but not for fruit trees. Oh, okay. But for shade trees, yeah, there definitely is a is a uh, rebate. If you uh, pick the right tree, which is pretty easy because it, it includes every tree Jerry and I recommend, plus a number of others that we... We kind of question whether what kind of, if they're great shade trees or not. They're they're great trees, uh, but and if you plant them west side of your house or south side of your house, there's a few specifications on the rebate program, and then and the specifications are here at the at the nursery, or you can go to the CPS shade tree website. Really easy to comply. Fifty dollars a tree you can get. Up to two hundred and fifty dollars for total, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, so five trees is your total. Well, you mentioned a few websites there. You can also go to millburgersnursery.com, and there's a link uh, with more information on that as well. Pretty good deal. Real good deal. How much is a how how much is that king uh, fruit tree you were just talking about? King fruit tree. I'm sorry. That uh, was it. The the orange tree. Florida king. Oh, Florida, Florida king. king. I'm sorry. Oh, Florida king. I don't know. All right. We don't know. Well, we're going to take a high, uh, hard break here in a couple minutes. I'll go, we'll go check it out. Yeah, yeah. that down the hill. Oh well, then no. No, <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> I'll uh, my I, do the I tell you what, I'm excited about. Ken. What? I'm looking through these peaches, and did you see Red Baron is listed on? Oh them? yeah, I want one. That is a. What is that? That's a beautiful, t- uh, blooming yeah, tree. It's blooming tree too. And I had it for a little while, and I remember that it did. Oh. Surprised me because it had fairly good fruit. Yeah, it does. A little later though, right? No, what earlier. What was the chill? Two hundred and fifty to three hundred chill an hour. No. I didn't realize it was that low. Yeah, I don't. I didn't remember it that being low either. But what I remember was that it was the prettiest peach bloom oh, I saw. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, but I, I don't ever remember seeing it on the market. It's been a long time since I've seen yeah. it. It's got the Red Baron, a good producer of large freestone fruit. I've never seen a freestone that low chiller. No, no. I wonder if they got that right. With yellow skin and the yellow flesh is sweet and richly flavored. Prized for its showy display of double red flowers. Well, a lot of people just... Cover the tree in the spring. Ripens July, August. Freestone, zone 7 through May. Okay, well, that it's a little chill, but it's really slow to ripen, ripen I guess. that's. Well, let's take a break right now. We're listening to Millburgers Driving South. Give, I'm going to give you a big break. Give a hard a break. one. The hardest break you've ever had. Oh. 308-8867. When we come back, more Gardening South Texas here on 930 AM. The answer from Millburgers. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas here on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. This is Baron Wiley filling in for Milton Glick. He'll be back tomorrow when it's a little cooler. As, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Too hot for him today. That's right. Uh, with us today, of course, is Dr. Calvin Finch. Where'd he go? He was just here. I don't know. Maybe he's running. Look, uh, look for that peach. Th- maybe. That's right. Red Baron. We're selling some, some trees today here. Right. Had the seminar this morning with, uh, with David, David Rodriguez. And uh, if you want to call in with your question, you can do that uh, by calling 210-308-8867. Hey, in a couple of weeks, though, it's the, uh, the blood drive here at Millburgers. We want to encourage you to come out. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be here. Uh, it happens every month, but uh, they want to stress that this is the holidays are over, and so it's kind of off the radar of people's minds. The, the need is still there. We encourage you to come out to Millburgers on January 26th between 10 and uh, 1.30 in the afternoon. And when you do, well, they're going to bless you back in a, in a double portion. They're going to give you a $20 gift certificate 
here at Millburgers for donating blood. For donating just trying blood. to donate blood. Even if you try. Yeah. Wow. Can I try from home? <laughs> no? Man, I got a gift today, too, when I went over to David's. I got my uh, 2019 Millburgers calendar. Yeah, I got one of those at home, too. That's very nice. It's beautiful. And you can get their uh, newsletter. You can get it three, one or three ways. How's that? Or you could get more, all three, if you want it. You get it. You can get it by slow uh, by snail mail. You can get it on the internet. Yeah. And you can get it. They email it to you. Yeah. And on the website. Website. Yeah. So yeah, you can sign up for it at Millburgers. It's and color. You, it's colored. On, uh, it's got colored pictures on it. Ooh. In the, uh, on the internet. They're, uh, and they're known to use some really gr- great authors in there too. Yeah. Do you know yeah. one? Uh, generally, generally Jerry or I are. Okay. <laughs> What was the last article about then? Do you remember? Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Jerry was talking about last January. I think you did. I thought you just brought it up. That you just got there. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got one, one here. Maybe that may not be the January. That's all right. Maybe they haven't come Unless out it's about with How to take care of your poinsettias? That won't work. <laughs> Uh, Trace is uh, kind of under the weather today, yet he's, he's brought up a plant of the plant of the week, and uh, he re- reinvented or reinstated that during the holiday. We kind of dropped break. off. But uh, is it this one behind us? Yeah, it's it's pretty thing. Uh, I don't. I've never grown it. I've never seen it. What's it called? It's a goji. G O J I. Am I pronouncing that right? Goji berry, also known as a wolf berry, and it is an antioxidant-packed superfood. Wow. We need to. We probably need to be eating those berries. (laughs) They're edible, right? Yeah. Well, go well, for it. Was, yeah, How I many did. do you want? They look like Skittles, or you know. Well, th- th- there was somebody that came by and they, and ate one of the berries off there. Did they? Yeah, one of the staff. So they obviously knew more about it yeah. than we did. Yeah. Uh, there's about twenty pieces, like twenty berries per stock. There. It's kind of a di- different plant. I'll bet that uh, would uh, not last too long out there with the birds. Yeah. It looks like they'd be really Prime, desirable in terms Prime of picking. the bird food. Yeah. Was beautiful plant. The goji berry is the most nutritionally dense fruit on earth that contains the highest concentration of protein of any fruit. Protein, no? I'm just reading what it says here. The fruit is, is in the tomato family. It's a very it small tomato. It helps boost your immune system. It has an appealing, spicy, nutty flavor and is bright red-orange when ripe. Okay. Harvest summer through fall. Shrubby plant, 8 to eight feet to 12 feet, are pruned to the desired manageable size. Hardy to sub-zero. And very drought tolerant once established. Same thing about alkaline acidic soil? Requires neutral 
to slightly alkaline soil. Well adapted to container growing, self-pollinating, zones 4 through 11. What does that mean? So, uh, it climate goes, zones. go north. It'll go way north. The Tennessee is five of oh, seven. Okay. I'm sorry, what zone are we in? Eight. Okay. Uh, or nine. Eight or nine. We're, we're on the, right on the border. Eight B. And, and there's kind of a <laughs> chop. There. That's one of the reasons, uh, I guess, that we don't rely on those zones as, as, as much as a lot of areas do because our area is so. The, the, the drought and the uh, hot nights really become more important factors than, than the uh, average temperatures. Mm. The goji berry plant is full of berries. It is full. $29.99. And you get 20% off if you bring your Christmas tree back. There you go. Or uh, donate blood in a couple of weeks, and then it's only ten ninety nine. There right. you go. Or something like nine ninety nine. There you go. It's in a three a three gallon container, looks like. I think that'd be a pretty patio plant. To, uh, well, it'd be one of those plants too that's uh, attractive, but also interesting to talk about. I'm seeing a little some little thorns on it too. Yes. Go on and yeah. give one of those berries. Right. I'm I'm all stocked up on. Uh, <laughs> on Satsumas, thank you very much. <laughs> you said spicy and nutty, and the first word spicy kind of throws me oh. a little bit. You want one? I'll give you. I'll yeah, give I'll you. try one. All right, ready? Give it to Kevin. Right he'll, off the he'll, he'll, he'll eat anything. <laughs> All right. Can you taste the uh, antioxidants? Not bad. All right. Yeah. Come on, you want to get on it? Do you have a question? Come on up. We can hear you better if you. Yeah. It what is you, what are you looking for today, man? It's a little spicy. I am, well, I'm, I'm fixing plants and new trees, so I'm kind of checking out your tree selection. Did you go to uh, David's program this morning? I, I, I heard about oh. three quarters of it. Yeah, it was oh. very informative. Had a huge audience, didn't he? I'm sorry? There was a huge audience there. Yes, yes. This is my first time to come. So I drove down from San Marcos. Oh, wow. To, oh, my to, goodness. To, yeah, yeah. Did you see it on the on TV then? Did you, yes. did you find out about it? Very yeah. good. So you Mostly drove in the radio. Good. But, uh, oh, but actually I heard about this talk on, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Ken's? Ken's 5? Maybe Facebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh really? Gosh, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Huh. Some kind of social media. Some sort, but, good for you. Wow. Are you going to pick up one today, you think? I'm not quite ready to plant. I don't want to take a tree home and not put it in the ground right away. So. Yeah. I'm. Uh, well, I these are all in containers, so it really doesn't matter. Oh, I know. I know. I, uh, and the selection. I, I would probably want to get a tarp to keep them covered on the way home because it's a you know, sure. pretty good drive. And I didn't bring one. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds good. Welcome. Yeah, but I'll be back. Thanks all right. for coming by. Got making my selection though. Thank okay. you. Yay. Thank you. Bye bye. Enjoyed so much. Thank you. Thank bye you. Bye. Thank you for listening. Uh, well, let's see. Now let's uh, evaluate that <laughs> little that was. It's got a spicy. little spicy edge yeah. to it. Now, of course, I don't know if I would have noticed it if you hadn't told me it was related to tomatoes, but yeah. almost a little. Well, it's juicy. Huh? It was juicy. Yeah, a little tomatoey. No acid. Mm. Not no. much acid, no. 
But uh, that's the spiciness is a little different, almost a well, the bitter bitter is too strong to say. It's just got a, a it's got a little edge. Mm. But uh, it's out. That, that's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, a it's a beautiful plant. What do um, they do? We don't we don't know if they. Uh, I guess uh, there may, maybe some of our folks in our audience know what the, what they do do with it. Do they use it in drinks or do you use it in recipes? Make or? a jelly. Yeah, yeah. You do any of that stuff that you're trying to get a antioxidant. You know, people make all these slurry drinks and yeah. whatever. So I guess you just put a. I don't know. And they're smoothie. They, they don't say how. Yeah, smoothie. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how. How they don't tell you how much. Mm-hmm. How many is berries? A dose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess you just eat them till you get tired of them. Or something. Uh, now you're a witness, Baron. If anything, we never so, uh, report back. Turning, your yeah. face is turning orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, Ed. Speak of the devil. Well, here comes David. David, hey. here comes David with the. Let's do that. So congratulations, David. You had a great, great turnout this morning. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing today? All right. What were you giving away out there? No kidding. I don't know. What did you tell these people, sir? <laughs> uh, that was a record-breaking crowd. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, um, Charles had to say, park over here, park over here. There's no parking. I'm parked way up uh, on the hill. It's like, just park there. Just park there. So why? And then Trey said, you better hurry up and get over. There's no parking. Said, huh? No. I said, I'm almost there. Calm down. And then uh, this, <laughs> Calm down. they said about 180 people. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy, right? I was guessing 200, but yeah. that's, that's official. Well, 200 sounds extension-wise. Oh, no, no, yeah, be careful up. now. <laughs> extension Charles, Char- Charles said. Never round it off. Charles <laughs> said 150 by Next week, this time, it'll be up to 200. I do have to admit, I think it's the, mo- the most cars I've ever seen really? parked at Millburgers. Yeah. Because uh, where Jerry parked way up the hill. Yeah, and I did, too. And I couldn't. I, I was thinking, well, that couldn't be for David's program. <laughs> <laughs> then I wondered. Then I asked. I yeah, saw I Charles. I wondered about that, too. <laughs> I saw Charles, and I said, well, Where's the police officers that are usually here That's to direct funny. traffic? Yeah. And he said, well, who would have thought they would yeah. <laughs> We just talked to a nice lady who drove down from San Marcos to hear your speech. Oh, hopefully nice? she said it was good, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had fun. I, I just got them involved and started to say, um, y'all pick a fruit tree and let's talk about it. And then we answered three, four questions and went on to the next fruit tree. So we covered quite a bit of the. What were the top three trees uh, they were asking about? Everything, yeah, olives okay. and avocados and peaches <laughs> and plums and nectarines and pomegranates and Did they get lemon trees. Much? A little bit of lemon, lime. Uh, a lot of people saying they had record-breaking ponderosas this year, the ponderosa oh, lemons. Oh, is that right? A um, little bit on the setsuma, so a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Stra- so. They must have been strawberries you talked about, too, because early uh, when your program first broke up, there was a... Movement towards the strawberries. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that was the bonus points. The poppies and the strawberries yeah. were the bonus points. <laughs> I got, yeah, I, got that. I, I figured I better get my poppies there. You go. There you go. Uh, Paul at Peterson sprang some of them with a to kind of slow them down, see if we can get them blooming for rodeo. So we're playing around with that too. So we don't know if we can get them blooming in these flats. So, But uh, 
We're, we're no. just playing with it. I don't think so. Right? You're but not going to get them. We're, we're, we're playing with <laughs> they it. They got a boat. Can we help you? Oh, okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. But it was good. A lot of good questions. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Can anybody hear? On, yeah, we are on the radio show. Yeah, you're listening to 930 AM, The Answer. We are the home of the Dirt Doctor, yes. But this is Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. And Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parson are here. Do you have a question maybe for the doctor or... Are the experts or David? Come on up and ask a question here. What kind of question? Yeah. I have some rose bushes that uh, have been planted for over five years, and they seem to grow but never produce any roses. And I want to relocate them. Is that possible? Yeah, if they're in shade. Yeah, that's. They're all blooming to shade. Yeah. Roses, roses are relatively mm-hmm. easy to transplant too. Are they? And now is a good time to do it. Yeah. So. So, do I have to dig the whole root up, or can I dig them and cut some of the root down? Well, you, you can prune the top off a bit, and then you get as much root that's reasonable. Okay. Because it, you, you know, you can't take 400 gallons of roots with, but you just get a re, uh, at least a five-gallon bundle would be good. And then they should the do fine. To replant them right now. Now. Yeah. And what do I need? You need the whole dug before you dig up the plant, so you can get it in there, and and get them in as much full sun as you can. Okay. And Six mul- to eight hours. Sun mulch over, sun. mulch over the top, over the root system, is good. Now we we generally, when we're talking about transplanting shade trees and things like that, we say. You don't you don't add anything to the soil, but roses can be a little different. You can you can uh, add uh, compost to the area around where the roses are growing, and that helps them. Uh, are they hybrid tea roses or are they, they tough were tough there modern? When I moved in. Yeah. Oh, they were already there. Yeah, one of them I know they used to bloom yellow roses, but since trees have grown oh. more in the yard, it's taking away the sun so right. they don't they don't they haven't produced flowers at all well Roses. if they survive five years in that situation they'll yep. probably do yeah if you get them in the sun they'll probably really respond yeah they're growing i mean i had to put some string on there and hang them up so that they won't droop yeah <laughs> all right put them in the okay. sun they'll do better yeah okay and just mulch do you have them, a specific yeah. type no whatever no. you got leaves are fine oh, but, okay but cut cut it back before you move it, okay, and then uh, just mul- mul- use the leaves over the top. How deep should I dig the hole for the same same uh, depth that you're going to get the roots out? So okay, you don't put it any deeper. Got you. Alrighty, awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thank you very much. Just that easy. 308-8867 is the number, or you can walk on up if you have a question. And we have another question here. I'm, can we hold this? Sure. I've been trying to identify this plant. I dug it up along. Uh, Oops! I moved it. Let's <laughs> over back. You took a, you uh, took a picture a, on your phone. Are, it grows wild along Westover Hills Boulevard over by SeaWorld. Uh, it's got it's a real orange pe- bloom. Mm-hmm. Five petals. Uh, it goes dormant in the wintertime, comes back in, in the. Well, you've been watching it for a while. In the fall. Spring, uh, summer and fall. And you see it every year? 
Yeah. What color is the balloon? Yeah, this one I, I dug it up and, and have it at my apartment. This is a wild weed. It's a wild plant. Somebody said it was some type of member, maybe a member of the Primrose family, and I'm going, I really don't know. Can, but it's got a real pretty scent to it. What color is the flower? Orange. Show it to Jerry. I mean, sorry, to, to, to Calvin. He did. Orange. Oh, Orange is strange. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know what it is. We don't know. It's a weed. <laughs> no, it's a native Texas plant. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't know it either. Huh? At first, my first look, I thought maybe it was uh, a tropical milkweed, but it's not. It's a different kind of flower. Um, get, drag when it's blooming well somebody will know what it is but if you could drag yeah, next summer drag it into it your closest nursery close wow as you see it's an orchid like flower yep i don't know yeah maybe uh native plant societies one of them maybe send them a picture the wildflower uh, in Johnson City, the wildflower where, thing, maybe. Where is the uh, picture? I, I'm, I'm not sure what it is. There, there, one of the staff people here, her name is Mary. She, she's kind of into those kind of plants. She may know what it is. Uh, are, you, are you heading out? Yeah. On your way out, just kinda stop nice in there and see if Mary is huh? around nice it, because she may be able to identify it. All right. Good luck. Bye. Yeah. Hey, you mind if we take a call on the? Uh, I'll give you my. Oh well, thank oh, you all for inviting. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Yeah, thank you all for inviting me, and uh, we <laughs> were successful, and uh -huh. yeah, and plant more fruit trees. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so good to see you, David. Yeah, you do. Happy New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do well. You gonna do one on uh, uh, citrus? Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Month, I don't right? remember when. Probably a month. May. May. Yeah. I don't remember when I'm scheduled, sir. His secretary takes care I of I just that. show up when I'm supposed to. <laughs> Hopefully at the right place. <laughs> Are but, you speaking again anytime soon, David? Uh, Bear County Extension Service and Bear County Master Gardener website, you can see all the educational things we're doing in and around the area. Always, There's always From, something going. Yeah. I think I saw that, right? Yeah. Of all the different things we're offering. Home gardening series. We uh, did our backyard um Brown bag luncheon yesterday at the office, January 19th. We're doing a rainwater harvesting in March. Molly and I are doing the B class. So just keep an eye on the Bear County uh, Master Gardener and Bear County Extension Service website. Excellent. Sounds good. Yeah, Thanks, David. We're trying yeah, to stay busy, right, Calvin? <laughs> did, you have, did you have something to do with these? Uh, uh -oh. these, uh, recommend, these varieties that they've got this year? O only the ones we recommend, sir. Uh-huh. I was looking. Let me rephrase that, Calvin. And Only and the ones we recommend, sir. Look, look, look what they got. Hops. Uh, that's a trace uh, question. Oh, right you're, you're, trace you're relating that because of David's known affection for and beer. beer and wine. Huh? <laughs> it's a very pretty plant to look at it. Don't you agree? Yeah. 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 And you, don't have to, you don't have to make beer out of it. It's just got <laughs> a nice ornamental plant. 
they they've got some for sale, I guess. Yeah. Growing hops, a self-pollinated plant, mature at 20, 20 feet yeah, tall and ten a, feet wide. Yeah, he needs to put twenty feet tall. You know, eight to you know, most people don't have a twenty-foot fence to. Yeah. Do that. So uh, we harvested a, a pretty good this year on our um, trial area, and uh, Joy Very Out Blue Star Brewery. Uh, we did our first batch of five hundred gallons of uh, beer, so huh. it's pretty exciting. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now it comes up. Huh? How many people are are going to drink that 500 gallon? Well, we'll see, Calvin. <laughs> David's mo- most interested in it because of its relation to horticulture there you go. and there science. Go. There we go. Thank you. There we go. Thank nice. you. Thank you for that, Calvin. <laughs> the ornamental value as well. Oh, good. Right. All right, gentlemen. Have a wonderful. All right. Good. Well, what's what's the name of the rodeo tomato this year? The 2019 rodeo tomato. Yeah, that's the name. name of it. Brilliant. How can we write about it if you guys don't tell uh, us well, what it's send called? Us the information. <laughs> All right. We'll take care of it this week. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, send it. <laughs> I, I hate having to write an article and leave everything blank. There we go. <laughs> I, I occasionally uh, do that accidentally, which I happened to do last week, and somebody says, what does that mean, all those dashes in there? <laughs> it's making you think what it means. <laughs> yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> Code. And so forth and so forth and so forth. All right. All right. Good Enjoy job. The day. Today's a beautiful day. Oh, yeah. All right. Wonderful. Well, time for a siesta. Thank you. Good for you. Earned all right. it. All right. You've been working hard today, David. Thank you. Thank you, David. Hey, let's go back to the phones here real quick. We'll take one more call before our next break here. David called 210-308-8867. David, thank you for holding for so long, sir. Are you still there? Are you with us? Yes. How can we help you today, sir? Uh, I've got a weed problem. I wanted to get your ideas on how to eliminate the weeds, clump grass, uh, clover that's currently growing, and what's and the best product to prevent it in the future. What what kind of grass do you have, St. Augustine? Uh, yes. Okay. What's the, the flat, weed? The flat grass. And the weed is a... Clover, he said. Clo- clover, clover type of weed? Var- var- yeah, I don't know what. It's all kinds of weeds. You know, many different oh. types. All of the winter I, weeds? I, 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 I did not put down a pre-emergent in the fall. I was okay. waiting to do that late yeah. winter, and I realize now I probably probably should have put something down earlier. Yeah, well, there's 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 uh, if you go to plantanswers.com, there'll be a, li- a whole list of those winter weeds that you you probably recognize. But I guess Jerry, the uh, uh, inside. You're, are you looking for a herbicide to control those weeds? Or well, it's something to to um, eliminate the weeds that are currently growing, and then okay. a pre-emergent for yeah. the spring. Yeah. Okay. Well, the there's two two tactics that we we followed. We keep those weeds mold that are in the lawn, but the, right. uh, the other thing there's a product there's a, uh, uh, a, a contact herbicide, Fertilome. Weed-free zone. Weed-free zone, good for you, Calvin. The the reason that we recommend that one is that it's got more tolerance for cool weather. And you bet you you you, you certainly want to look at the read the label and make sure it's appropriate for you. But 
relatively easy to use. Jerry uses it on for uh, um, what's that? What's Bond that? Wood, weed or uh, the uh, uh, I want to call it mattress weed, but it's uh, <laughs> one that sticks all together. Yeah, you have that one? Uh, yes. What, what was that product called again? Weed free zone. Weed free zone. It's fertile loam. Weed free zone. Fertile loam. There's a number of those kind of two four D products, though, but the one, the reason we like this one is that it it operates better in cool weather than the others. So it's something to put down in the winter. It's something you apply apply to the weeds that are growing now. Now in the to growing now. It won't hurt. It okay. won't hurt to thin out it. Yeah. Now. At the end of February is when you put down a pre-emergent for the uh, summer weeds. Okay. And that, you know, the, the main two are crabgrass and sandburrs that we right, try to right. eliminate. Okay. And the weed, weed-free weed zone, is that a, a uh, spray or is it a, a, it's a liquid? A, yeah. Yeah. Liquid? You, put, you put, it, put it in a, dilute it with water, put it in a sprayer and... Backpack sprayer is the... Oh, they've already got some that you just hook up to the hose. Oh, that's right, yeah. Hose in sprayer. Yeah, if you've got a big area, a whole lawn, that, that that's the easiest way to do yeah. it. That works oh, slick. Oh, can you spray the whole lawn? Yeah. Yeah, if, if, you got, if it's loaded with weeds like you're describing. Okay, great. All right, okay, good luck. thanks for calling. All right, I appreciate your help. Thank you. You're welcome. But there, he doesn't want to be on the radio. Oh, here we go. I can't hear you, so go ahead. Yeah, you're fine. I've got a robotella that is getting yellow leaves on it. It looks like uh, it's just changing color on it. And I was just wondering if there's any type of herbicide, not herbicide, but something that could turn that around. And what is it? A robotella. It's a Chinese French flower. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, they they have a tendency to do that at this time of the year. Uh, I don't think there's anything you can spray on it or to to green it up. I think it will regreen itself uh, this spring. Actually, actually, it started during the spring of or about the midsummer of last year, and one whole plant is just about gone and I and in the front I mean I've got hedges of it and in part and pieces of it it's starting to, to turn color on those things wow. and, I've, and I've dropped iron on them but what's that what good? kind of iron did you use oh, try try uh, there's a product called iron plus iron plus yeah we're asking what kind of iron because uh, some of the irons so slow acting that now you got to be that what was it French flower? What, yeah, yeah. yeah, the one that gets the attractive foliage, and yeah. yes, yeah, now that that's it's a little s- sensitive to our our sun and our soil, okay. So if it's in full sun, you got that's just like Jerry says, you got to expect it being uh sensitive or responsive to like that droughty summer we had at the end of the summer you'll see that kind of a symptom other now generally would love this kind of weather i would think but well it's already it's already growing yeah. now it's it's growing yeah. now but it, i was just curious you know 
concerned about that discoloring in them, almost like a, a red tip that gets that type of fungus and just goes through the yeah the but the, but this, this one is more weather dependent and soil dependent it's a generally not not a disease or anything okay so you right. just have to be a little t- tolerant of it reacting to what's happening right. thank you very much okay, Good thank you for dropping by. Great afternoon thank you and with that we say thank you very much for listening we've got another half hour to go on this program but we're going to take a quick break Okay. And when we get back, we're going to put a big bow on this thing. No, we'll, we'll just talk more gardening. What do you say? That sounds good. Well, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas here on 930 AM, The Answer. Call in with your question at 210-308-8867, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holidays. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again, from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you, too, for donating blood. So go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. You'll find all the information, plus what's on sale when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. If you're looking to replace the windows in your home, Advanced Custom Windows has a great deal for you. Purchase a voucher valued at $17,100 for the marketplace value price of $10,000. Minimum 12 windows and a maximum of 18. See clearly from your home thanks to Advanced Custom Windows. Additional windows can be purchased at an additional cost. At the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now, here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. I don't like making predictions because they're just guesses, but in this case, I'll make an exception based on history. I predict at least some Republicans in Congress will cave on the border wall, siding with Democrats to reopen government. Of course, government is not closed, only a portion, which the media harp on. How about a debate on which agencies and government programs are necessary and which can be eliminated to save money? That won't happen. Certain senators who are up for re-election in 2020 reportedly are getting cold feet about standing with President Trump on a border wall. Murkowski of Alaska and Collins of Maine are the two most prominent ones. It's always about getting re-elected and rarely about solving a problem that benefits Americans. Government is too big, costs too much, and regulates too much. Trump is trying to cut it back, but as Ronald Reagan once observed, the only proof of eternal life in Washington is a government program. So far, the president is hanging tough. So far. Let's see how many follow his example. If I were to make a prediction, I'd say not enough. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. 
Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Starting South Texas here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. This is Baron Wiley filling in for Milton Glick. He'll be back tomorrow. To my right is Dr. Calvin Finch. To my left, Dr. Jerry Parsons. And we talk gardening, flowers, trees, you name it. Whatever. Wildlife, bugs, critters. What else is in that category? <laughs> Want to talk about the weather? No, no. How much rain did you get yesterday, Jerry? Not enough to count. Yeah, it was not even half an inch, right? Yeah. Did you, did you get some rain at your house? Um, point one, point ten inches or something. Oh, my. <laughs> Tenth of an inch. Measurable. Or, oh, actually, actually, it seemed to me there was much more. You know, maybe it was, I guess that that total was what, what was in the paper, and that, that's anything before 5 o'clock. So it looked, it looked like about a half an inch to me, but... I didn't check the check well. Well, sunny today, mostly sunny tomorrow. A little cooler. It's going to drop 10 degrees or so. So keep your jacket on. All right. You didn't bring a jacket today, Calvin. Mm, I forgot my jacket today. I also forgot my article to bring that I usually bring. <laughs> well, bring it tomorrow, would you? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> And what's your article about this in today's paper? Feeding the birds. A kind hey. of a report on the, the situation and uh, some... Uh, Interesting uh, variations that you can try at your house. If you're having trouble with the squirrels or raccoons, even mm -hmm. with the uh, feeding, and uh, the fact that the uh, insect-eating birds now are, because of the freeze and the cool, cold weather, are having—I was going to say—having trouble. It's just harder for them to get their insects, so they're more inclined to go feed at your, uh, you know, the, all, all the wrens and kinglets and. All of them will be at your feeders, so it's really fun. Warblers, even to to watch them. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll get a chance to talk about that a little bit tomorrow. Uh, and then we, Jerry, we got to you know, there's still time for folks to plant their more vegetables. In oh their garden. yeah, and we got a good supply of uh, of spinach here. I mean, really, uh, if you don't know how much to get, just just get. Get as much as you can afford to buy, and then eat. If you don't plant it all, then eat it. Because <laughs> it's it's the, the spinach out here is a uh, to such a size that you could harvest it. Yeah, and the spinach is responding well to this weather. Onions are responding well to this weather too. Yeah, still time to plant onions and even even broccoli. Broccoli and cabbage doing yeah. good. So 
Well, in- English peas. You still plant English peas? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's good. And then then we haven't mentioned all the, I think I mentioned in that ar- in the article, uh, what the plant, uh, still opportunity to plant cyclamen and uh, primula in the shade, unbelievable color- colorful plants that respond to cold weather and shady gardens. And then, of course, the pansies for the sun, pansies, dianthus stock. If you like fragrance, in addition to sweet peas, mm-hmm. you can plant those by seed. But there you go. Stocks, they've got some uh, uh, baskets of uh, stocks growing here that's really a pleasant fragrance and a potent fragrance. You can be 25 feet away and smell that. Speaking of fragrance there, too, with all these Christmas trees that are coming back and they're mulching it up there, is that, uh, should I come get that for what? Is that just a universal mulch for anything? Or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or anything more specific, or no? That's no. a good. That's a no, good. One. Just a mulch under shrubs, and now there were there that would be pretty close to that uh, that pine tree finds yeah, that, yeah. The, that the gardener was lo- looking for. That would be that, that. I think that would be a perfect. Uh, well, it'd be it'd be a good a good one in the to include in that mix for your blueberry garden. Uh, so those are, they'll be available, and I think. Milberger's, of course, it's the important thing is to recycle that material, but I think Milberger's makes it available to you, too, uh, re- recycles it. To well, not only will they make it available to you, but they're going to bless you back, right? And you give you a gift they'll certificate. Give you, they'll give you a $20, uh, 20. Uh, not $20, 20% off coupon. Yeah, you could bring in your Christmas tree this weekend, and then two week, the next weekend or two weekends from now, you can give blood and get another I mean, you have gift certificate, Milberger gift certificates for all kinds of things. That's what they do. Like take care of their customers and uh, give back to the community with the Texas South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. And uh, we're right here at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Yeah, as Milton says, blood is in short supply. Does he? Every well, time. What does he know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they told him. That's what's on the script, yeah. Yeah, and the weather is perfect every day, every Saturday. It's a beautiful Saturday, Saturday. yeah. yeah. As he as he shivers over there in his shorts. In his yeah. shorts. <laughs> um, we always talk about the uh, use of dormant oil spray. And uh for roses? for everything for everything? most everything. Fruit trees are really fruit and, trees. Yeah, because we are and, we, and Reminded us, Jerry. That's the only thing that you that you use on uh, citrus. Yeah, because the scale is kind of obvious on some citrus yeah. plants right now, and that's what's used for number one treatment for scales. How do you apply it? You uh, dilute it, just like we, we most things, and you you spray it on the uh, scale, and spray it on the the trunk and the stems and everything. Um, you, you can see the scale that you're spraying it on, but you're also uh, helping control aphids and all, all all the insects that are hidden in the bark of the overwintering yeah. in the bark. Yeah. Mm. So it's a we Jerry and I were even wondering if it was uh, better if we. I thought that was Debbie Reed. Uh, it was even we probably should be promoting as much as we used to promote it. Well. I think we ought to promote it on everything. 
this is another word. This is a time to put on your dormant oil spray. Do it now. Uh, wait until temperatures are expected to be above freezing for at least 48 hours to apply dormant oil spray to euonymus, hollies, oaks, pines, pecans, and fruit trees which are prone to scale. So, uh, I, I th- it's sure not going to hurt anything. And uh, it'll 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 save it'll save your tree if you have scale on it. But most I'd say ninety percent of people cannot identify scale. They they can do uh, mealy bugs and things like that, which are apparent. But scales kind of close to the bark and same color as the bark. And yeah. Occasionally you'll... So sometimes it'll sneak up you on your citrus trees. That's exactly what's happening now. People are just, you know, they've had the uh, that freeze damage, so the, 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 fully, the uh, leaves are falling off. So they're out there looking for their buds, and they say, what is this? That, <laughs> these patterns, you know, the, sometimes they'll be white and yeah, powdery, the white peach scale. Yeah, that's re- that's relatively easy. You can see it. But then there's others that, like you said, is camouflage. Yeah. And they, uh, it's best if they're, it's not an immediate threat to the tree, but it's be- best if you don't let that population accumulate because it does weaken, oh, yeah. weaken the tree and uh, can be a real factor in tree survival and tree production for sure. How about uh, pruning back the oak? Is it a good time to do that? Yeah, this this is a time to do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, prune back the oaks. Uh, I was seeing if I had a deal, but uh, while it's cold, all the way through, I think that we talk about the mid to end of February uh, mm-hmm. is is the best time to prune the oaks. Uh, now we say we used to say that uh, you can prune them at this time of the year because it's cold and the the spores are not active, but uh, you won't have, don't have to use pruning paint. Okay. But uh, but you still want them to use the paint. Yeah, we, 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 it's it's just a good idea. If, to use the paint. Yeah, if you get there, you, you outsmart yourself. I mean, you get to, when is the exact time when you don't have to use it and do use it? Yeah. So the easiest thing is just to use it all the time because the, it's such an easy, it's easy and you're gambling so much. If you don't use it, you may as well. Might as well use it. <laughs> now we got another issue. I'm going to, uh, I think my article next week brings it up. Maybe I don't emphasize it enough. There's some uh, talk out there, even on the website, on the Internet, about uh, your trees can be protected against uh, oak wilt if uh, the stress is reduced on them by uh, addition of uh, some organic treatments. And I just just want to alert everybody, there's no... There's no definitive research there that indicates that's going to work. You want to, you know, the, the the way you treat oak wilt is that you you have to break 
you have to stop that spread through the roots down in the in the ground because uh, root uh, oh, where the roots have grown together, and then the other the other other thing is that you can uh, apply a, a fungicide, a specific fungicide, under pressure uh, to the root to to the root flares and protect individual trees that are in the way of oak wilt. But a general a general improvement of uh, the environment for trees is good, but it's it's not that's not necessarily going to protect trees against uh, oak wilt. Are you saying that we no, we don't need to believe uh, uh, other other radio talk shows <laughs> that have said that if you improve the organic material around there and use a uh, Organic paint? Formulations of uh, <laughs> tree stimulants or root stimulants that, that that's not going to help, help the oak wilt? I can't tell that it's going to help oak wilt. And uh, if, they've got, if there's some research or some research results that uh, verify They don't that. need research. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Kevin? <laughs> Kevin always brings up this research thing. Hey, on that, let's take one last break here, and when we'll get back, we'll uh, we'll bring it all home, like we say. And uh, thank you for listening to AM six thirty. I'm sorry, uh, AM nine nine thirty AM. The answer. Are we already at the end? Yeah, almost. We still got about ten minutes to go. We're gonna take a break, though. We'll come back. We'll. This is a this isn't even a controversial discussion. (laughs) Two ten. We're looking for the research. Yeah. 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 is our number. You're listening to 938 AM, The Answer. <laughs> Golly! Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bullfordy Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holidays. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again, from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you, too, for donating blood. So go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. You'll find all the information, plus what's on sale when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the western wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. For details and to sign up, click on the Stand with Israel banner at 930amtheanswer.com. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From how to care for your pets to caring for your loved ones, weekends are for you on 930 AM, The Answer. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 930 AM, The Answer. The weekend here on 930 AM, The Answer. Listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and uh, there's still time if you want to get in a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Hey, just a quick reminder again, the uh, blood drive is coming up January the 26th right here at Millburgers from the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and if you do give blood or even if you try to give blood, they know the times are tough, right? What does Milton say? Short supply. Short supply. Well... Is Great it, demand. Uh, is it January? January 26th from 10 a.m. to 1.30. And if you give or even try to give, Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate. So uh, so make plans to be here on the 26th. Very nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. We got a question in uh, on Plant Answers. said, uh, what is the name of this plant and how do I protect it from freezing? Can I trim the leaves at at the root and cover it for the winter. And uh, Forrest Appleton uh, writes back, says, Joe, this plant is split, split leaf philodendron. If unprotected, the leaves would be killed back by, 
kill back to the trunk in a light freeze, but a more severe freeze would kill it to the ground. And a hard freeze would probably kill the plant. You can do as you ask, but I recommend moving the plant into a protected location where it will not be exposed to the freezing temperatures. This plant is commonly used as a house plant. A lot of people uh, started leaving those things out because they get so big and uh, were surprised at the hardiness that yeah. the, the thing uh, you know, they're always... But uh, if you get a hard freeze... By the back door or in a corner of the house. Yeah. It's just amazing how... How much they can take. So, look, at, uh, look at this, Jerry. Speaking of a similar kind of plant. That elephant ear looking? Yeah. Two, two of them that are uh, similar kind of... Uh, what is that? The one big leaves is that the, one of the... Yeah. Fig types. Uh, gosh. That's mainly used as a house plant. Yeah. And, but, they, uh, get, and they get big fast. Also, uh, the tulips, hyacinths, and daffodils and other spring flowering bulbs can still be planted. So if you've had some bulbs in the refrigerator uh, cooling down, uh, go ahead and... Uh, and put, plant them out. And your paper whites that you got, yeah, forced uh, paper whites for a holiday plant. Let them. Uh, well, the blooms are probably uh, gone, but you can let you can plant them directly outside with the leave the green leaves on them and just plant them in the spot where you right. want them. Because I know my mine that are naturalized are up and they've got buds. Yeah, buds on them. They're the pr- pr- usually the first thing to bloom. That's right. And our Jerry and I, we do a twelve months of color pre- <laughs> presentation, and that's quite often the the first plant that's there. They're deer proof. Uh, yeah. They're not. They're not fussy. They're real drought tolerant, and uh, come back year after year, and they bloom really early. So, uh, don't don't toss them away. Just find a corner for them and plant them. That's paper whites. Uh, and the fragrance is a little strong for in the house, but uh, that's pretty nice outside. Yeah. And uh, the temperatures are cool enough for them to begin active growth. I don't know. If you force them, I don't think they'll bloom again. Not, this, not this year. No. Not this year. Oh, no. No, I wouldn't expect them to bloom this year. But they can establish themselves. Yeah, yeah and they'll just... They'll just uh, stay green leaves until it gets warmer. That might be two and a half months, three months. Then they'll just dissolve, and then next January they'll come up and they'll bloom again. So easy, easy, to, easy plant to uh, naturalize in your yard. Yeah. Uh, we got a... New list, we've got a listing of all the roses that uh, Millburgers are going to have coming in. I don't think they're in yet, but uh, they've got a quite extensive list of, uh, of uh, antique roses and, uh, and also the modern, modern tea roses. Tough roses, yeah. Be coming in. They've got, they've got quite a selection of the 
old-fashioned roses there already, but there'll certainly be more coming in every day. Every day, but uh, definitely. Uh, some of my favorites was Martha Gonzalez rose and uh, Katie Road. Belinda's dream is the t- tough. An echo, an echo. Well, I think we're wrapping up here. Is that a hint? You got a, <laughs> that a hint? Instead hey, of, I got an idea. Why don't you guys come back tomorrow? Okay. And I'll stay home. Okay. Milton, Milton Glick will be back tomorrow. It's too, it's too cold for you. That's right. I don't mind. I'm going to watch the Cowboy game and probably sleep in depressed. Well, maybe you can you can watch the Spurs tonight. And, there you go. And maybe you'll be happy. They're playing playing pretty well. The Cowboys play tonight, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. I'm going to have fun there. Hey, join us tomorrow. Okay. It's Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We do it every Saturday and Sunday, 12 to 2, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.